0: Touchdown Tampa Bay, you're listening to the Pewter Cast. Welcome back to the Pewter Cast. It has been a while, my friends. My name is Brent Allen. I will be one of your hosts. I'm joined by my long lost co host, Ren Dax. Ren. It is good to see you again, my friend
1: It is, it is, it has been a while uh, Did you make it back safely from Honeymoon Island? I, I did And Did you uh, get voted off week one, or how'd that go? Uh,
0: you know, I, I didn't show up to the uh, tribal council Because I was back in the room, <laughs> if you know what I mean mm-hmm.
1: Can you tell us who won? I don't
0: know who won, but I scored, brother <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wow the dynamic seems the dynamic seems to be changing this year cast.
0: <laughs> it was uh yeah, no, listen, uh, I, I you know, Ren, our public has been out there like going, hey, where have you guys been? Uh uh-huh. people have been asking for the show. Uh, first of all, it's only been like a little over two weeks since our last show. And, and you know, historically, we get to the offseason and we sort of downshift from oh, like yeah. four episodes a week mm-hmm. to like one every two weeks because there's just not that much going on. And hey, guess what? There's not been that much going on the last couple of weeks.
1: Um, yes. You know, yes. I have been listening to Buccaneer podcast and I can attest. There's nothing going on.
0: <laughs> See, I honestly, to, to be quite truthful, I haven't, and I think you and I have had the same amount of information. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, you know, but there's there's also at least in my own personal life, like my anniversary happens during this time, right after the season. Uh, it, it's always Super Bowl weekend is my anniversary, um, and uh, this was our 10th year anniversary, so uh, we had a big thing. Uh, for that. And then it's just, it's all the, all the other stuff. So, Ah, uh, but listen, we're we're back now, Ren. Um,
1: how's how's your your vacation, I guess, so to speak, been? It's been good. Um, it's you know, uh, you know, batteries recharged and all that. Yeah. It was a, uh, it was a very roller coaster year. Thank mm-hmm. you, Mister James Winston. Right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then every year, like we say this, like eh, there's nothing to talk about, mm-hmm. and then so you know, the super fans, the Uber fans. Uh, we're always talking about the Buccaneers, and mm-hmm. then every year around this time, you know, in between, like the in between the Shrine Game, and then after the Senior Bowl, and there's nothing mm-hmm. that we all start to fight, right? <laughs> and that's what happens. So I have completely stayed out of it. I've uh-huh. barely even been on Twitter, right? uh I have been listening to podcasts, so I, you know, I know what's going on out there, mm-hmm. but uh yeah, it's the same thing every year. It so is. I don't, I, I don't is. have an opinion on it. It's just, you yeah. know, it's like, Oh, okay. Yeah. And I, I think maybe we could amend
0: this, uh, to instead of we start to fight, they start to fight because you yeah, and I really I, have both. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, meant, I meant
1: we as fans. Yeah. 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 No, I, I like get it. our fan base, you know, right start the fight. Yeah. Yeah,
0: it's it's true. It's it it is something out there. But listen, we are back now. Maybe to quality fighting
1: or gold cleats are better than silver cleats. (laughs) Take that back. There you go. I'll I'll unfollow you. Right now. How can you say I'm gonna unfollow you? Right, right. You consider yourself media with a comment like that.
0: (laughs) Are you come on, man, Stroud? Are you really a fan of the Buccaneers? (laughs) I think that's my
1: favorite these days. Are you really a fan? I saw something today because BA spoke a little bit today, uh-huh. which was great. Just yeah, some actual facts coming out of the coming right. out of the organization, right? Some actual quotes, woohoo! But uh, you know, and but it, it was nothing. It was the same stuff he said, mm-hmm. you know, after the game, and the same stuff he said the next day or two days mm-hmm. later at the exit interview, same exact thing, right? You know, but Stroud wrote up an interview, and someone's like, "Come on, man, why are you writing about this? You know, that's all you can say." Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and Rick goes, "Yeah." Thank thanks for the advice. But, uh, when the coach speaks, I'm going to be there, you know, and then I'm going to write about it. He can say whatever he wants. <laughs> right. right? The guy's like yelling. I'm like, why are you writing this article? Like you didn't say anything. And he's like, that's not my job. Right. <laughs> like, My job is to show up and ask some questions. And I did, this is what he told me. Right. Here you go.
0: <laughs> right. My job's not to filter it. Exactly. It's, it, it, yeah, it really, I don't know. It's one of those things that makes me sit back and wonder like, does BA never go to the, like the grocery store? Like, can we not TMZ him somehow? Like just, just ambush him and be like, Hey, what's going hey. on with James? <laughs> Kidnap him. Right. <laughs> Tell me what's happening, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Strap him, strap him
1: to it's, a two wheel dolly, like Lecter Hannibal right, Lecter. <laughs> right.
0: I think my favorite one that I keep seeing so far this off season is, uh, Shaq Barrett. Hey, Shaq Barrett really wants to stay in Tampa. And guess what? He'll take less money just so he can stay in Tampa. And I'm like, bro, <laughs> That's not news. We've been saying that since November. He has been saying that since November. It's not changed. Why is this news?
1: Yeah. Self filter. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But Hey, there are a few things that have come out. We'll, we'll get to talk about those here uh, later on in the show. But first Ren, we've actually got a fun little announcement to make to the fun, fine folks out there. Changes Let's that are coming. coming here to the pewter cast. Um, I, I am pleased and sad to inform you all at the same time. Uh, that this will be Rendak's last show here at the PewterCast.
1: I was just going to say, it might be replaced or being on a new co-host. No, nope, that's not it at all. Oh, <laughs> okay. it. Yeah. No, it,
0: it actually ran. It's something you and I spent uh, the vast majority of last off season and <laughs> a good portion of last season talking to some various uh, podcasting networks and, and people that have out there. A lot of people that approached us uh, asking yes, us to yes. join their podcasting network. And, um, you know we we said no to a lot of people trying to, uh, I don't know. it's a lot of it just wasn't the right feel, wasn't the right fit. it was completely um, unfair. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. um but there there is one and and little fun announcement here, the pewter cast has now officially joined. The Overtime Media Podcast Network. Uh, this is a group of, um, we're in the NFL division, but they're actually like, it's a network that's containing for like all sports podcasts covering all different sports. Um, right. Kind of, it's almost like the athletic of podcasts. Um, there you go. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. They've done a really good job of bringing all those in. And, and we are the sole representative of Buccaneer Podcast there at Overtime Media. And um, talking with Justin and the folks over there just really, it, it, there was just a connection there that, that was, that was good. It just felt like the right fit. It was the right time. Honestly, kind of wish we would have done it last year, <laughs> but, uh, you know, but starting now, starting here for our 2020 coverage, we are now part of the overtime media podcast network. Um, and I am excited to be a part of this group we're in. I, I don't exactly know how it's going to affect us going forward. Um, but we do have access to all of these other podcasts that are out there and these other uh, guys who put out similar, at least quality of content to what you and I do. Um, you know, cause it's, it's not, they don't just let anybody into the club, I guess, so to speak. Like there's, there's a certain level of knowledge and, and, uh, listenership and, and things like that that have to be there. So, uh, you know, maybe we'll get to draw on some of those resources as this next year comes up.
1: Yeah. That's i uh, I've always a little jealous of the locked on guys, James mm-hmm. and David. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. Am I allowed to even say that now? Uh, you know what? <laughs> it's It's,
0: <laughs> while well, while there may still be some bad blood, they are technically still our friends, I guess. You know? No, I meant
1: because now yeah. we're under contract with a new network. Can't I mention another network? Ah, it's is fine. This, is this like Carson in the '80s? Where listen, if if, if, if people watching
0: if, if if people watching NBC don't know that CBS exists, then there's something wrong with them.
1: You know what I mean? So okay, so I've always been jealous of of uh, James and David on that other podcasting network. There we go. Uh, <laughs> that that you know they get to tap into uh, opposing teams like teams mm-hmm. from the nfc south and other people uh, you know on our schedule and get to have people on and you know super fans or writers or whatever people like us and mm-hmm. those teams organizations and have a conversation about it i've always like I've always wanted uh to be able to do that mm-hmm. um and now this will make it much easier because i think we're probably contractually uh have to, <laughs> <But> <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm not uh, said, like the Jets call us like we need you guys on. We can't say no, right? Well, I, I don't know if contractually
0: obligated, but uh, certainly I think uh, not morally. What's the what's the right word there? Uh, whatever it is, yeah. It's we won't say no. That they call us, they want to know something from us. We'll say yes, and and it'll work. Vice versa. So, uh, but but I'm excited. Like like it. It should bring a new dimension to the show, Ren, One of the things you and I are often talking about behind the scenes is how do we do something different? How do we take the show right. to the next level? What do we, how do, we, let's not just do the same thing over again. So this will be a big part of that. So I uh, excited for that. We're part of the overtime media network and also a lot of these new fun ads that people are listening to are brought to us as they're there as well. So help keep the lights on listeners. <laughs> yeah. You're going to get <laughs> to listen to more uh, things to help keep the podcast going. Uh, there as, we go. As uh, you know, we now enter our fifth season and, Things have ramped up uh, beyond more than just what is honestly just a mere hobby uh, for us. So, uh, but with that, all right, enough of that. Let's talk about today's show, Ren. Uh, this is the show where we are officially turning the page on everything 2019. We have had our final say with last season we don't care about it anymore. We've had our award show. We've capped off the entire 2019 season. And from now, this point forward, we're only looking forward to the 2020 season, uh, maybe beyond a little bit as well, but we're moving forward. Uh, Everything we're talking about is really as it's going to affect this upcoming season. And uh, like we said, that being said, there's not really been much of news to come out or scoops or anything like that. So uh, we will cover a few of the minor things that have recently come up, Ren. And then You got to be at the East West shrine game and we've had the senior bowl. So I want to talk about that a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then Ren, you've got something. I'm not even really sure what it is. Uh, We'll get to that, I guess, uh, towards the end of the show. I have
1: an exercise to end the debate. Ooh, I'm not, this will will end Okay. The debate. All right. Interesting. If well, that's. you. I will play along. You will play along. Uh-huh. Listeners can play along. Okay. You just need a piece of paper and a pen. And at the end, uh-huh. you will be able to decide for yourself what you think. About I like it. I, like-
0: I, don't, I don't know where we're going with this, but I'm along <laughs> for the ride, Ren. Uh So with that, there's plenty to get into for today's show.
1: Hashtag LASIK.
0: There you go. <laughs> <laughs> There's plenty to get into for today's show. So let's waste no more time. All of that is what we're going to be getting into and discussing on this week's episode of The Pewtercast. Well, welcome back to the Pewtercast. Well, Ren, uh, there have there has been rather a lack, a dearth of news that has come out about the Buccaneers. I think I've actually just said that more times than any God. Given person ever needed me to but there there have been a few things we get it brent (laughs) there's nothing quit asking me for podcasts there's nothing to talk no 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 all right there has been a few things though there really Mm -hmm. has been and uh so let's kind of get them in these are in no real particular order uh starting off the top buccaneer fans it seems like are finally getting their wish the bucks have teased new uniforms coming to tampa
1: bay it sure looks that way brent next
0: (laughs) We got a, we got a tweet a couple of weeks ago, uh, by, by one of our listeners out there. He's like, Hey, you guys got any scoop on a new, on a new, uh, uh, uniform, new, new uniform. And I thought my response was real like clever and quippy. I was like, yeah, well, you know, it's, it's, uh, there's a few rumblings here and there. Mars is starting to pass through the Orion nebula. So who knows? Maybe that's it. Your response was much (laughs) more fun. It's just simple. (laughs) Don't care.
1: Don't care. (laughs) Don't care. Right. Right.
0: Uh, You'll you'll know
1: what I know. And because I know because someone else is going to tell me. Right. (laughs) Right. Right. Exactly.
0: Uh, But no, it's I mean, look, here's the thing with the uniforms we have speculated, I think legitimately since Bruce Arians got to Tampa Bay that we were going to get new uniforms. And I remember talking about this last time that this last year league rules and the way that it, the way they go about making uniform changes, it takes like two years to make it happen two seasons. So a new coach coming in does not automatically mean new uniforms. We always said, you got to wait at least till next year to see if it's going to happen. Well, mm-hmm. here it is. Like it's, it's, it, it, this kind of falls into that. Like BA's not saying anything different or Sheck it's not saying anything different. Like we expected this and here it is like, you know, yeah, so- it's like
1: when the Rams moved to LA, like two years ago, they moved uh-huh. to LA. Right. If you notice all their signage, it said LA Rams mm-hmm. had the white horn mm-hmm. because they put in the request to change the uniforms. I right? obviously there's nothing about changing your, your logo and, and mm-hmm. your signage and all that. But instead of the Rams doing LA Rams and their gold or their yellow horn and then throwing them away for it and then throwing them away for one year, They did everything with the white horn, and Mm. then when the next year rolled around, the Rams rolled out in their white helmets, or white horn helmets, which is their official uniform. Mm -hmm. Now, they still do wear the yellow and blue a lot mm-hmm. uh but so you could see how how that goes that's just kind of like a perfect example i don't of like think these- i noticed
0: that at all but you're i'm sure sh- i'm sure you're 100 right like yeah, it, it, yeah yeah the
1: first season in la all their signage was la rams white ram white ram. they were white and blue mm-hmm. but they couldn't actually change the helmets or the uniforms mm-hmm. till the previous
0: season till the next season till the next season right so so there you go and i mean it certainly there's been hints now yeah. I, I will have to say, and and a lot of people have made note of this, and and I'll I'll also chime in. The teaser video no. that the Buccaneer social media department, or whoever it is that creates all that, I think Carmen Vitali actually has a, a lot of hand in that um it was it was fantastic did you watch it i'm sure you did yeah yeah i mean it was it was it was a cool video you know yeah, it and it's good it, it, it was one of those like you're sitting there i don't know about you but uh you, yeah i think people do this with like trailers for movies and stuff like you pause yeah, it breakdowns. like frame by frame and you're like oh over there there's this thing here and, and i mean everything was just pointing to new, yeah. to Any new, new trailer
1: that comes out especially if it has to do with like comic books or some kind of blockbuster uh-huh. go on youtube three days later mm-hmm. and there's people this is what they do for a living right they just break down trailers like Uh the new star wars trailer and they talk about like what that is and what that means because they're very familiar with the lore and and Mm -hmm. everything like this could be this person and this could mean this and Mm -hmm. i mean there's a whole industry just based on breaking down right trailers right
0: so much so that movies have they film scenes for the trailer that never actually make it into the movie or they film things and do it differently in the trailer to save a (laughs) secret in the movie Uh um so like i like i think there was one with uh uh, one of the avengers one like infinity war there's a shot of like everybody running down and like hulk is going down with them except in the story. okay listen the movie's been out for years so spoiler alert if you haven't seen infinity war yet fast forward about 30 seconds uh, like in the movie, the Hulk is gone, but they yeah, inserted the him into the trailer to, uh, you know,
1: just to fool people and throw, throw a people false off. trail. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Just keep the secret. Think exactly what Jameis Winston didn't do on Instagram. And Ren,
0: that actually provides the perfect segue to our next topic to talk about. Uh, Jameis Winston comes out on Instagram. Uh, shoots us a picture. He's wearing funky eyeglasses and, you know, he's working out. Somebody freaked out that he wasn't wearing any Bucks gear, as if that's all he does all year long is wear Bucks <laughs> gear. Yeah. <laughs> on his private time in a private gym, <laughs>
1: not, on um, you know, when he goes shopping with BA, he's in his game worn Jersey. Exactly. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, but, uh, news reports come out. A lot of people, uh, bantered it back, back and forth for about a day or so. I think Corey Hayes actually was the first one who sort of definitively said something, but, uh, until it actually came out, like from from news reports, uh, is when I think people started taking it super serious. But Jameis had uh, LASIK eye surgery. He did. Next topic. There you go. I, well, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's think about that though. For five years, he's been squinting, and we've know it's never been a secret. Like it's news, or not news. It's it's a known fact. Jameis wears contact lenses or glasses, and for whatever reason, he doesn't when he's playing. To which we've all kind of gone, why not? Or You should
1: fix that. Like, you know, I don't know. I mean, there's reports out there that you shouldn't get it before the age 25. Some people say, you know, you can find people that will do it for you at 18 Mm -hmm. when you, you know, you become an adult. I don't know. I don't know how much he could see, couldn't see, you know, uh, you know, and LASIK is kind of an iffy thing anyway, as far as it being permanently helping. Mm -hmm. You know, and and, you know, I've known people, I don't I don't say I've known people, but I've heard stories of people that they're, you know, it's even worse than it was when they started. And you know, it's it's not it's not like getting your tonsils out, you know, Mm -hmm. like you know, so there's a little more to it than that. But again, like I I just I I don't care. Like, okay. He got got LASIK. I'm not gonna sit here and go, why didn't you do it? Before well, right. all intercepts are going to go away, what could you see? What could not you see? I mean, no right. one harped on M- Gerald McCoy, who mm-hmm. needed glasses to see anything, but he mm-hmm. wouldn't wear them during game day well, sure. because because the power of God helped him to see. That was <laughs> that's what he would t- that's what he would tell you. <laughs> gosh that's what he would tell you i never heard him say that really never heard him say that yeah yeah that's what he tells that's what he would tell reporters they asked him about why he doesn't wear any kind of corrective lenses on game day it's because of his faith (laughs) and jesus is looking out for him or some something like that yeah so i i mean okay you got lasik great yeah i
0: it does i think throw into to question and and we're never going to know this until the season goes like is it actually like, was it, we're not is it going to know? Yeah. And we're it, not. And, well, and that's the thing. It like, doesn't matter. He's still he through 30 interceptions, but it doesn't like, matter if the, he throws yeah.
1: eight next year, right? If he's playing for any, whoever, if he's even playing next year, mm-hmm. you can't say that if it's with the bucks, you can say, Oh, it's because the second year in BA's offense, mm-hmm. or you can say it's, it's because of late six like, you don't know. He's yeah. going to, he's going to have to tell you and he's not because mm-hmm. it's no one's business. And that's just mm-hmm. the kind of person he is. He's not going to tell you because if he does his you know, publicist should, you know, people, people should tell him no because mm-hmm. then you open yourself up oh well, hell you've been doing it for five years why mm-hmm. did you get it done before exactly. you have any playoff games we lost you know blah, blah. it's just like this is it that's the end of the story he got yeah, lasik he
0: got lasik great um the the other thing though that i found more intriguing though like the other half of that was apparently he has also had surgery on his knee to repair a torn meniscus that he had been playing with for I don't know how long in the season. I don't know if it was a couple of games for most of the season, uh, but I got to tell you, Ren, you and I looked at the injury report every single week. That was never on the injury report this whole season.
1: I can't 100% say that. I remember Jameis being on the injury report like mm-hmm. on Wednesday, but then okay. he'd be off by Thursday, Friday. And then when we talk about it, mm-hmm. he'd, he'd you know, ready to play. And, and we mm-hmm. just thought it was one of those nagging things. And I can't really remember if it was a knee or not. Like every yeah, Wednesday mm-hmm. part of the season, he he would be on it the very first one mm-hmm. and then it'd just be full participation full participation everyone's just like okay you know he twisted his knee or his knee sore or whatever if it even was his knee might have been his shoulder or elbow i'm pretty sure it was a knee though but mm-hmm. yeah that that's how it gets into the murky water of about reporting injuries <laughs> right you know right either he didn't tell anybody which you could, you know, if you're pro Jameis, you're like, what a tough guy. If you're anti Jameis, you're like, you're letting the team down. Right. You know, know, it's like, it's like, you know, your torn meniscus could be leading to balls sailing interceptions or your torn meniscus is the key component to seeing the middle linebacker drop (laughs) back. And since it was torn, Right, it couldn't get to your brain, and that's why we never saw the middle linebacker and kept throwing pick sixes. Mm-hmm. So
0: while while you're talking here, Ren, I'm I'm because act- I've got I've got all the notes from the the whole year, like literally right here in front of me. And there was an there was a <laughs> foot one, there was an ankle in week twelve. Um, and I'm doing this mostly because I'm just now curious.
1: Right? Did um, so they ever put the knee on there?
0: A knee came in during week fourteen. This is the first go. time a knee pulled, and he was full participation that whole week. But that's the first time we see knee on the injury report for Jameis Winston was week 14.
1: Was he there fifth? Was it there 15?
0: Uh, It was a knee and then it was his thumb. So that's when he broke his thumb. Remember?
1: But week 15, was it knee again?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It was the knee and the thumb. Week he, had, 16. he had two, and then week 16 uh, was the thumb and the knee
1: again. Yeah, okay. So, so we've cracked the case. Week 14, he tore his meniscus. They told us about 13. it, right? <laughs> and <laughs> they told us go. about
0: it. It's not news, actually. Turns out they told us. So, dun, dun, right. dun. there you go. So, he he had surgery. Fade to uh, black. To there you go. The end. The end. Hey, le- hey, let's 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 go back and do this whole thing over. Hey, Ren, Jameis had LASIK eye surgery.
1: Next subject. All right. <laughs> hey, headlines. <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is what happens when you podcast together for four years, people. You, <laughs> uh, uh, th- this is really, I guess, I think the last thing that I had. Um, and this I think this might have come out like today as we're recording this, Ren. Um, the headlines uh have said that uh th- I guess they got to talk to BA, like mm-hmm. news reporters. They caught up with them like a coach's clinic or something in Tampa. Yes, and yes. he basically said the same thing that he said at his exit presser, which is right. we're looking behind door number two. We haven't made any decisions on Jameis, um, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Now, I I don't know how much of that you want to go into, but there was one line in Rick Stroud's write up of this particular incident that caught my eye. It was at the very, very end where he said. Uh, this is Rick Stroud posing the question, does it matter who plays quarterback if the bucks don't retain a good defense? Cause right. they'd, they'd had that conversation about, Hey, we've also want to retain the defense and stuff. And BA's quote was no, we're back to square one. Yeah. Which I found really interesting on, on a different level of just, I think this goes back to the mantra you and I have been saying on the show for a, a long time now that the main problem on this team has not been on the offense, right? It's been the defense. And for BA to come in and basically what he's saying is when he first came into this team for him, the main problem was the defense, right? That was square one. So, uh, and he was right. And they got it fixed by mid year. And you know, there we go. And now we could shift all the, all the blame to Jameis. Now we can shift.
1: all the blame <laughs> to <Jameis. laughs>
0: Uh, but that's it. Man. I mean, literally those are, those are the three things uniform Jameis had LASIK eye surgery and, and torn meniscus that turns out was a totally legit injury that they told us about. And, B.A. says
1: that nothing he said than what the same exact thing he did the week, a couple of weeks right. before the playoffs started right.
0: at his presser, Right. Or right yeah.
1: after the final game. And we will which, not
0: tell you until
1: March. Right.
0: And it's even when we do figure it out, we won't yeah. tell you anyway. You'll just find <laughs> out if we sign him or don't is pretty much how that goes. All right, Ren. Uh, before we take a break, I know you got to spend some time at the East West Shrine game and at the I Senior can. Bowl. Uh, tell us about it, man. Tell us, tell us what you saw, you know, did anything jump out at you while you were there? Have at it, my friend.
1: I did not spend any time at the senior bowl. Okay. (laughs) Fair enough. Thank you. Let's, let's Let's get that out of the way. No, I went to all the, uh, shrine practices and it was my goal to go there and watch all the, uh, offensive and defensive linemen because with just about everybody and their mother up for, uh, free agency along the defensive line. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, you know, that sort of backs up what BA said again, if, you know, if we can't fix the defense or resign these guys or, you know, uh, get the guys we want, we're back to square one. So I was watching offensive line and defensive line, offensive line, obviously because everyone, I think universally agrees that, uh, Demir Dotson at father time has caught up with him. Some people want him back as a backup, but the bucks need to upgrade there. And there, and a lot of people, and I, I don't disagree that you can upgrade Kappa, you know, mm-hmm. uh, he played fine, but you, you're always looking to upgrade. So those are the people I went to the shrine and looked at, and there was one guy that I really liked that mm-hmm. I that I felt like the coaches were falling in love with. Uh, and you mean um, by coaches? Do you mean like all the coaches in
0: attendance, or like specifically the Buccaneers coaches?
1: Neither. Uh, the oh. guy that was the guy that was running the offensive line for the East team. Okay. Um, His name is Cameron Clark. He actually mm-hmm. tweaked uh, like a hammy and he wasn't there for the last practice and he wasn't in the game. Mm-hmm. Now I'm not sure if he really tweaked it and the coach, they co- pulled a John Gruden. Cause if you remember when John Gruden coached a senior bowl, uh he saw uh oh god not judah oh man who was it mm. there was a tackle that he saw on the first day of practice and then he sat him the rest of the time because they're going to draft and they end up drafting him oh yeah uh, oh god who was it people out there know they're, they're gonna know mm-hmm. and 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 you will recognize the name too if I can't, I can't think of it but the guy his name was Cameron clark got a shot he's six four three hundred pounds i thought he was the top two or three guys as far as feet and his movement Um, He stoned player after player after player. The only part where I felt that he uh, was giving up pressures was when he was speed to the outside, when he would get him and start riding him. And then we'd get to the apex, you know, right, you know, instead of the defensive end going more upfield and making the turn to get to the quarterback right at that point uh, Cameron Clark wanted to basically bury the guy, you know, yeah. he'd put all his weight onto him, but if he wasn't, but he wasn't perfectly square. So when he went to put the weight on him, the guy was kind of like squirt out, like, you know, like a bar of soap in the shower, you grab it and it squirt. He'd squirt out and, and get by him. Um, and it looked like he was making progress on that. Like I said, the, the offensive line coach loved him. He, you could just, you could kind of tell picking out the favorites. Now, everyone at, at the, at the shrine bowl, uh, is not going day one or day two. Probably not. Maybe one or two day two. Most of these guys are like day three picks, Mm -hmm. uh, developmental players, special teams guys, and um, developmental uh, undrafted free agents. So Mm -hmm. uh, the guy that if you'd like to keep your eye on where he ends up uh, is Cameron Clark. He's actually going to the combine. So when okay. you're watching the combine, you see him pop up there, camera card from Charlotte. That's the guy I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And I think Charlotte- and I'm,
0: I'm sorry. I mean, that's a pretty impressive feat for an East West Shrine game guy to get invited to the combine, because usually those are the guys who won't make the combine.
1: Right? Uh, well, yes and no. I mean, combine has 300 players. And it's wow, not an really? even. break. I didn't think yeah. it was that many. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And it's, but it's not an even breakdown. Like they don't like do 30 offensive linemen, 30 running backs that they judge who wants to be there. And also NFL teams will put out, will ask the, you know, the league themselves, like, Hey, we want to get a closer look at this guy. Can mm-hmm. you invite him to the combine? So there's sort of like, you know, like a, like a practice squad. There's a finagling sort of the bottom end of the 300, probably the last 20, 30 players mm-hmm. there, what goes there, but Cameron Clark will be there um uh but you're right because the combine has all the guys that are coming out the, so it includes a lot of underclassmen mm-hmm. you know uh the shrine bowl is seniors only so is the senior bowl but it's sort of like the shrine is sort of like senior bowl minor leagues mm-hmm. you know right. it's it's like the guys are that that haven't really been invited to the senior bowl they come to the shrine sh- shrine game but uh just a couple other players to watch they're all from charlotte because i think out of each position group that these three guys were they were the best player mm-hmm. uh cameron clark virtual nobody i think he'll be a, i think he will get drafted he'll be a day 3 pick and he was a
0: a tackle like a right tackle or a a guard
1: he was playing left tackle left tackle okay yeah but he can you know it's one of, it's just one of those things where a lot of players play left tackle. Like like Ali played left tackle in college. Mm-hmm. Kappa played left tackle in college. They're both guards. Right. Uh, so I don't think it's a big deal. Uh, for him to switch over the right or maybe even in the interior if, if another team wants mm-hmm. him there. It's just a guy that I liked that sort of on my radar. I'm going to follow him. i just kind of interested where he's going to go. Is he? Um, okay, so I'm going to ask the question that people out there might be might be
0: wondering. Sure. You, you named DeMar Dotson and Alex Kapp as people that we might like to upgrade. There's a lot of folks who would like to upgrade Donovan Smith as well. Right. Maybe rightly so, maybe not. Now, Donovan Smith, as far as his contract goes, where he signed his new contract last year, he is guaranteed his money this year. Right. But at the end of this year, he's not. And, right. and they could cut ways with him at the end of this coming year. So the idea that they might even get a guy to, I don't know, be the backup to be the heir apparent or at least somebody to come in this. If you're going to have somebody come in and compete with, DeMar- with Donovan Smith, this might be the year to have it happen.
1: Yes, you know. but but he's not coming from the Shrine Bowl. He's coming from. Thank you. Yep. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> no,
0: that's what I wanted to be said. Like, yeah, yeah. Are okay, these yeah. the
1: guys? Yeah, yeah. No, these no. This this is just a day three guy. Like all right. the, like again, all these guys in a Shrine Bowl are probably day three guys. Like I said, one or two maybe sneak in mm-hmm. the bottom of the third. Uh, right. So that's what I'm it, talking. You might about
0: occasionally it. get that day three guy who should have been drafted like in the first round, but
1: yes, yes, very <laughs> occasionally, rare, right? super it's, occasionally. Yeah. Right. I, I, Yeah, yes, Tom Brady, who got drafted in the six. Right, Uh, but he was a Shrine guy. Mm -hmm. Look at their website; they talk about it all the time. All the time, sure (laughs) wouldn't you? So, uh, a guy that had a really good game was probably the best running back there, Benny LeMay out Mm -hmm. of Charlotte. 5'8, 216. He runs with power, good contact balance. He had nice hands. He didn't really flash for me the practices because I honestly wasn't watching a lot of the running mm-hmm. backs, but he easily had the best game. And I thought he, uh, I don't know if he won MVP. It's been a while now, but I thought he should have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then on defense, uh, an edge rusher, uh, also out of Charlotte, uh, Alex Highsmith. And he's pretty much on everyone's top 10 list when you look at edge guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. I just thought it was interesting that, you know, the Charlotte 49ers, who had a pretty terrible year, like they're like eight and four, or excuse me, they're like four and eight or, or something. Um, and they were even worse before that. That the three guys that they brought to the Shrine game, you know, I felt uh, they won uh, their position groups or were the best players there. So, did you say uh, the
0: Charlotte 49ers? Yep. Is that a, is that a college team there?
1: It's yeah, it's, it's North Carolina at Charlotte and they're, they're the 49ers. They're the
0: 49ers. I don't think I knew that. Okay. So cool. Go ahead. I didn't know that at all.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it for the okay. shrine game. You know, all right. uh, there were some other guys there that I'll talk about later, you know, mm-hmm. like tackles positions and stuff, but I don't really want to get into it because it'll just be boring. It's, it's better just to, you know, kind of condense them in little tweets mm-hmm. uh, for, you know, tackles and stuff. But again, you know the guys that are going to come in and start day one uh, and Dotson's spot are we're going to have to get in r- round one or round two? Mm-hmm. You know, and that's the worst. And the Becktons and and the uh, uh, I can't believe I'm, I'm blanking on this, but everyone knows that the Wills out of Alabama, um, uh, Jones out of Houston. There's like five guys that are probably going to go in the first round, mm-hmm. uh, all tackles, and you know, of course, they can swap to the other side. So. Uh, that's, was pretty much the shrine game. It was a pretty cool experience. Saw some people there, you know, you know, a lot of people I knew and and it's still the first day. It's still kind of weird. Cause I walked in like right behind Drew, Drew Rosenhouse, like right, like he's right there, you know, right. and like right. I could have went up and talked to him or, or tripped him or slapped the phone out of his hand. Hey, hey Drew, you know? how do
0: you feel every time Jack Barrett says he's willing to take less money?
1: <laughs> I actually, uh, Lita Kemper left his ID at the check-in stand uh-huh. where you get your credentials for day one. hmm and, um, he, I didn't see him. He had just walked away. Mm-hmm. And this, this lady goes, Oh, that guy forgot his ID. And I just happened to eyeball it. And I was like, I know who he is. Like, I'll take it to him. Mm-hmm. So I went and took it to him. I'm like, Hey Lee, you left your ID. He's like, Oh, thanks, man. I am like, no big deal. Mm-hmm. And then we were talking and I go, I go, yeah, you know, uh, kind of what I just said to you, I'm still little in all these people I see there. Cause Mike Mayock's there and Reggie mm-hmm. McKenzie and John Gruden and, you know, all the, all the people you see on TV, Uh, They're all there. Daniel Jeremiah and all those Mm -hmm. people. And uh, Lee's like, what? I'm like, yeah, Drew Rosenhouse, he's right there. Go down the tunnel, make a right. And he got up and ran and, and, you know, tried to get some information out of him about Shaq Barrett. And Mm -hmm. of course he didn't, but yeah, it made the write up. So yeah. I saw the Peter Report guys out there, saw Stroud out there, saw mm-hmm. Greg Allman out there, uh Carmen Vitale was out there, Trevor, full-time. Right. Uh, James TV Money man. Hill,
0: I think he was out there as well.
1: Saw James, saw Rhett yeah. from Cannon Fire. Oh, okay, cool. Saw Rhett out there one day. Um but yeah, so, you know, that's it. It's just, it's just fun um, mm-hmm. to go out there. And I was just, like I said, I was just solely sticking the offensive, defensive line. And those were kind of the guys that, that stuck out. But I guess my guy from this whole thing is going to be Cameron Clark. Yeah. I think from what I saw uh, with a little development, um, you know, maybe one year uh, being a, the first guy off the bench, as far as a swing tackle. Mm-hmm. I think it will be starting for, for someone, uh, in the NFL. All right. Very cool. Very cool. Senior Did you have bowl. anything
0: from senior bowl? I know you didn't go, but you know, it, <laughs> it happened, you know? Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah, no, not really. I mean, I, I didn't get into it as deep, it, you know, uh, I just followed what everyone else follows. If mm-hmm. people that are listening to this pod care about the senior bowl, they're following the same people I am. Right. And they, you know, they've made up their mind. So yeah. I didn't get to see the practices. Uh, you know, they are live streaming them now, which I didn't find out. Till afterwards, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, you know there were some people that uh, that impressed. So you know, follow the guys at TDN, and uh, you know follow the guys at Peter Report. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like to give a shout out for uh, John Ledger coming on board. Uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you like, you know, if you're a draft guy, this guy he's easily the best draft scout in the room. And mm-hmm. that would even, and, and I'm not throwing shade on Trevor, but even if Trevor was there, like mm-hmm. he he would still he would he would still be the best in there. So I think that's a big get for report and uh you know his first article that he did about the roster i thought he was spot on so you know you can just kind of see right away that uh it's a big upgrade for us buck fans um, especially in the draft and scouting department all right all right well
0: with that welcome john to the uh tampa bay media room hey by the way your predecessor three-time winner of bucks media personality of the year you got some big shoes to fill there fella find out what happens but hey listen uh with that ren um why don't we go ahead and take a break real quick and on the other side of the break i want to get to this uh this exercise that you have i'm going to let you take over the show and we'll see what happens i'm excited to find out because i have no idea what we're getting into so that's what we'll do on the back side of this break uh stay tuned guys we'll be right back
1: So, Brent, what's the debate of all debates in Twitter world of Buccaneer land?
0: Should they re-sign Shaq Barrett? No. No. Should Endomica Sue come back to the Buccaneers? Also no. No. Should DeMar Dotson retire?
1: Is it only an hour show, Brent?
0: Should the Buccaneers resign <laughs> Jameis Winston?
1: There you go. Right, now go. I have come up with an exercise Uh-oh. that I think that everyone can play along with and uh-huh. do it at your own pace, your own speed, you know, because it's it's not very difficult. There's I want really to I'm there.
0: sorry, I want to describe what I just saw. Ren just held up a little notebook that has notes like <laughs> over like four pages, just and I in little handwriting, and I don't know what this is. So I'm scared, Ren. I'm scared.
1: It's just a list. It's really very easy. <laughs> okay, but I wrote the list out so it could so it go a lot quicker. All right, okay. pen and paper.
0: You you mentioned earlier, get pen and paper. You, uh,
1: if you're listening, you should get pen and paper. All right, we'll all right. give you Brent, we'll you give you, you five
0: seconds to find it.
1: No, you can pause it and go get it, and then, and then come back. There's five all seconds, right. guys. There, okay, so here it is. All right. Yeah. For this part of the exercise, all you have to do, Brent, is to mm-hmm. say that I think this quarterback is better than Jameis Winston right now or will be better than Jameis Winston in the future. Okay. Okay? All right. Starting with the AFC North. Okay. Which has the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Cincinnati Bengals, the Cleveland Browns, and the Baltimore Ravens. Okay. With the Steelers, Ben Rosenberger. Mm-hmm. We'll just say yes. We'll keep him on for right now. Okay. If it takes that wait, long. Wait,
0: wait, wait. Yes means Ben is better, or means Jamis is better.
1: Yes means Ben is better.
0: Yes means Ben is okay. Yeah, I just yes Ben's better. Is he better now? He set out all no, last no, season. That's we're, what we're I don't not, know. That that not. that's my e. Eh. So okay, we're sure. Not.
1: I'll go with yes. We're gonna be whittling this down. Okay, we'll go with so yes. if you have to think about it, it makes it a yes. Okay. okay. Bengals. Andy Dalton. Yes. No, no, no,
0: no. Thank Jameis you, is there. Thank you.
1: Sorry. Uh, rather have. Rather have your Buccaneers quarterback. Yeah, no, Jameis. Okay. Yeah. Browns, Baker Mayfield. Jameis. Ravens, Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. AFC South, Jaguars, Titans, Colts, Texans. The Jaguars have a two headed monster of Foles and Minshew. Mm-hmm. I'll still take Jameis. Although T- Minshew's fun, I got to tell you. <laughs> Titans, Tannehill. Jameis. Colts, Brissett. Jameis. Texans, Watson. Watson, AFC West, Chargers, Chiefs, Raiders, Broncos, Chargers. I know they've moved on. I Mm -hmm. don't know who their backup is, but we got to get this guy in the conversation. Philip Rivers. I'll still take Jameis. Pat Mahomes. Pat Mahomes. Uh, Carr and with the Raiders. Mm. Keep him. It's a, you got to think about it. Broncos, the combo of uh, Flacco and Drew Locke. No one Jameis still. AFC East. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, we got the Pats. We got the Bills. We got the Jets and we got the Finns, the Dolphins. Okay. Patriots, Tom Brady. I still want Jameis. Is he better than Jameis? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Bills, the Bills, Josh Allen. I want Jameis for a
0: different reason, but sorry. Go ahead. I'm we'll sorry. We'll get whatever. there. Yeah, yeah.
1: Bills, Josh Allen. Uh, no, Jameis. Jets, Sam Darnold. Jameis. The Dolphins, Uh, the combo of uh, Fitzpatrick. And I threw in Josh Rosen because mm-hmm. he was the number one pick a couple years ago. I'll still say Jameis. All right, now we're on the NFC. Mm-hmm. All right, NFC North: Packers, Bears, Lions, Vikings. Packers, Aaron Rodgers, Rodgers. Bears, Trubisky, Jameis. Lions, Stafford, Jameis. Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. Vikings, Cousins. Uh, we'll keep him. Yeah, we'll keep him. You just had to think about yeah. it. NFC West: Rams, Niners, Seahawks, Cardinals. Rams, Jared Goff. Mm, keep him. Not, uh Garoppolo. Mm, Jameis. Uh, Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson. Uh, Kyler Murray. Jameis. NFC East: Eagles, Cowboys, <laughs> Skins, Giants.
0: Grimaced at me. <laughs> I did.
1: <laughs> Eagles. Uh, NFC East: Eagles, Cowboys, Skins, Giants. Eagles. Carson Wentz. Uh, keep Carson. Prescott for the Cowboys. Keep Prescott. Haskins from the the Redskins. Jameis. Uh, Jones for the Giants james Jones, huh. nfc south breeze ryan and newton oh sorry saints falcons panthers <laughs> drew breeze uh breeze matt ryan matt ryan Keep uh him. cam newton james all right now i'm also going to throw in the draft picks okay i only oh. have four guys i'm only doing first round talent guys okay joe burrow joe burrow Ellis, uh tui Tawak Laga tui Valgoloa. tui tui Tua at of Alabama. I'd
0: keep him, I guess, for now.
1: Yeah. Herbert get- out of Oregon. I actually have no idea. All right. Yeah. That's kind of a wash for me. Yeah. I'm going to throw him out. Uh, Jordan Love, Utah State. I'm going to throw him out too. Yeah. I'll make those decisions for okay. you. Yeah. All right. So this is what we got. After the first cuts, we got Roethlisberger, mm-hmm. uh, Watson, Mahomes, Carr, Brady, Rogers, Cousins, Golf, Wilson, Wentz, Prescott, everyone in the NFC South. Burrow and Tua. Okay. Uh, I threw, I threw out Cam Newton. Oh, did Cam, you? Yeah. I'm I kept Jameis over Cam. I, did. okay, I didn't hear that. All right. Yeah. So now I'm going to go through and mark these people off or under contract. Okay. That we cannot get. Roethlisberger okay. can't Jackson can't Watson can't Mahomes can't Carr. He's under contract, but there might be a trade to be there. Cause he's not mm-hmm. fully in love. Like Gruden does not fully in love with him. So I'm sure. leaving him there. Brady's staying on. Rogers can't get him. Cousins can't get him. golf can't get him. Wilson can't get him. Wentz can't get him. Prescott's a free agent. Mm-hmm. Breeze, we can get Ryan under contract. I'm leaving the burrow and two of there. So now our list is down to Carr, Brady, Prescott, Breeze, and the two draft picks. How six many is that
0: That's six people.
1: So now we're down to six. Right. Okay. Let's talk about David Carr. I think it's David. Wait, get do, those you have, guys. do
0: you have did you have Rivers in there?
1: Uh you crossed him off. Okay. You said cool. you, yeah. Yeah. No, I did. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Okay. 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 So now we start to get into things like, uh, let's see if you want to do, would you prefer a bridge quarterback mm-hmm. or would you prefer a younger quarterback going forward? Now bridge quarterbacks have worked in the past. Like mm-hmm. you can even go back to Minnesota an okay example, mm-hmm. like Bridgewater got hurt. They went to Bradford. He did okay, but they actually end up benching him. But, uh, they brought in case Keenum mm-hmm. went to the playoffs with him. Then they got Kirk cousins the next year. And they they kind of kept rolling. Bad bridge quarterback, Peyton Manning goes to the Broncos, a Super Bowl, retires. The Broncos have been crap ever since. Right. So for you, mm-hmm. would uh are you open to having a guy, which with this list would have to be Brady and Breeze. Mm-hmm in their forties, come and play for two, three years tops. Mm-hmm. And during that time, look for his backup. Would that be an option you're looking for? I do not want to do that. I thought so. Mm-hmm. So now we're down to David Carr, who's officially not. And by, the way, con- and by the way, by the way, Ren, that, that might be a
0: topic worth discussing, not necessarily on today's episode, mm-hmm. but that, that concept might be one worth uh, discussing because I, I just want to acknowledge within the Bucks fandom as a whole, there are people on both sides of that. This is just yeah. happens to be the side I'm on. So Yeah,
1: and, I, yeah. and I'm with you. This is this is a personal yep. a personal thing. Yep. Okay, so you know what that leaves us with? That leaves us with Dak Prescott mm-hmm. and Carr, who's actually under contract. So we'd have to make a trade for him. Are mm-hmm. you willing to make a trade with the Raiders to get Carr and let Jameis go?
0: Mm, I, I'd be willing. I'd have to see what the terms of that are.
1: Okay. But I... <sighs> Would you give a first rounder for David no, Carr? Would no. you give a second rounder?
0: No. Third. As a pit, like a like a third round draft pick? Yeah.
1: Maybe. Okay. Maybe might be Derek Carr. I always get those guys mixed up. All right. Mm-hmm. The other guy we got left is Dak Prescott, mm-hmm. who, let's be honest, isn't getting out of Dallas, right? But right. Dak Prescott wants thirty thirty five million. Yeah. What What are you comfortable paying Dak Prescott with? What uh, See,
0: I, I, it would be unfair for me to apply to Dak the same principle that I wouldn't apply to Jameis, which is going the market rate and the market rate right now is not 30 million a year it's 33 to 35. So if, if we want to bring in Dak, that's what it's going to cost.
1: Are you willing to do that?
0: Yes. Because that, because that's what a quarterback would cost. Does that make do sense? You, like I understand it so, yes. makes sense. Yes. You
1: on your team, you're in charge of the Buccaneers. Mm-hmm. Are you willing to pay Dak Prescott $33 million to be your quarterback next year?
0: No, I don't want Dak Prescott.
1: Okay. I don't <laughs> want direct
0: Prescott. But if I'm getting Jack Prescott, that would be the price that I would expect to pay for him.
1: Okay. Now we got two draft picks. Uh Okay. We got Joe Burrow and Tua. Mm -hmm. This is the way I'm going to set this up. If you want to go up and get Joe Burrow, you got to give up three number ones. If you want to go up and get Tua, you got to give up two number ones. I think that's pretty fair. Do You want to get Joe Burrow and give up three number ones. Yes. Oh, shit. All right. (laughs) (laughs) You want to give up two number ones and go get Tua. I would also, ooh. I know it's a big kind of iffy because it's medicals and you're not sure. Yeah, I just,
0: I watched more Burrow than I did Tua, you know, but Tua's got a little bit more name recognition though. So um, to give up two number ones to go get Tua uh, when we have Jameis with five years experience, I'm going to say no.
1: Okay, so we're going to say say no. no. Mm -hmm. So these are what you're comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Trying to sign Jameis Winston, like we haven't discussed terms or anything, but let's just say that, the turn, like you want to bring him back. Mm-hmm. You either want to bring back Jameis Winston uh-huh. or you want to trade the Raiders for a third round pick for Carr or give up three number ones for Burroughs. Those are your choices. Right, right, right. And, and that's those, they're not
0: ranked in an, in, an, in an
1: order right now. Those are no. just the thing options are on the choices. table. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So which one of those is the best choice, Brent? I I would. I would. See, say, when you break this down yeah. and you think about the quarterbacks that you – so, it, BA talks about it today. What's behind door number two. Right. Okay. For you, it's just two quarterbacks. It, it's it's Carr or it's two, or it's Burrow Borough. It's
0: Borough minus three number one draft picks. Three right. rounds of draft picks. Now, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Let me ask a question. Giving up those three round, th- those three first round draft picks is included in that this year's draft pick that we would swap? Yeah. Or is it three? Ad- okay. So it's, it's this year's first draft and then two additional ones. Yeah. Okay. Yes. That's much easier. I would, I would, my, my choice right now. <laughs> would be do what it is to go get Burrow mm-hmm. short of that sign Jameis Winston short of
1: that, given what you've just put in front of me, it'd be Derek Carr. So when people go through this exercise and you start mm-hmm. to cross out the guys you'd rather have guys you would rather have, and then you go through and cross out the actual, you know, availability of it. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we really talking about here? Mm-hmm. You're talking about five guys in the NFL. What'd you have like eight guys on your original list? Something like and then that. It, yeah. yeah. And then it got quickly whittled down to like three because mm-hmm. most of those guys weren't available. Right. I mean, what are we talking about? If you put it in this context, we actually mm-hmm. like, and we do this, like, get rid of Donovan Smith. Okay. Replace him with who? Who? Right. Let's take the next step. I don't want Jameis Winston. Okay. Then what? Mm-hmm. Well, I could do this, do this, do this. Okay. Well, let's roll through it then. Mm-hmm. So you came up with Carr and a third round draft pick mm-hmm. or Burrow and three number ones mm-hmm. or Jameis.
0: Yeah. Like Carr would be the guy I would settle for if I could not sign Jameis and I wasn't comfortable going in and getting Burrow,
1: you know, like, <laughs> but here's the big thing. First off, yeah. Cincinnati, I don't, like they're probably still won't trade you. Right. They're not, they're right. not Oh give, yeah, like, yeah, 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 and right. who knows that the Raiders are going to give a third for Carr? Mm-hmm. So basically, really, as in an, an organization, as you, as mm-hmm. your fandom, you know, mm-hmm. compass it. Yeah, it's Jameis or nobody. That's and that's why I'm okay
0: resigning Jameis <laughs> for the going rate of a quarterback in the NFL today.
1: Yeah, and I think it'd be an interesting exercise for people out there to do it mm-hmm. because once you start ticking off the list, I mean, mm-hmm. it's, it's again, it's this thing where like, oh, I'm tired of Jameis get. Rid of them can't forget the interception well and i get it you know no matter which side mm-hmm. of the fence you fall on Jameis winston you're right mm-hmm. we've been saying that you came up with that we've been saying that for mm-hmm. for all of last year you know you're mad at him you're right you think he's great well you're right too yeah you know you know he loses games for you're absolutely right well he's the only guy that can win games with this defense you're absolutely right too mm-hmm. <laughs> so mm-hmm. but when you break it down there ain't nobody there
0: right you know it's right. no guarantee. Brady's now that's, now the that's for me. That's for me because and and I I think it would be unfair to get out of this particular <laughs> conversation because I took out Tom Brady and and, and Philip Rivers who are the other two big names that have been at least bantered about Andrew Breeze and and my reasoning for do that for me I don't want a veteran bridge quarterback I want to go get the net I want to go get the guy
1: you Would know? you be okay if Brady was like thirty six like years old Yeah
0: and. <sighs> It's hard because like Brady's what like forty two now or something like that.
1: Yeah, pushing it.
0: Yeah, so you are sitting there going, if if I am at thirty six and I go, yeah, this guy's got six years left in him, seven years left in him. Yeah, time
1: at thirty six, you don't know, but I don't know at thirty six. Yeah, you know what I yeah. mean. So
0: yeah. that's the that's the problem. But if I knew that we had him for for four, five, six years, right. then yeah, I, I'd be yeah. okay with that. Yeah. Um, You know, I, I don't. I,
1: yeah, but but so that's really my question, reasoning. There. So really, mm-hmm. the question is because like. I think that the way you've shaped it, and I don't, I don't have any problem with anything that you've done, but the way you have shaped it, mm-hmm. you know, like you know, it's it's betting on other people helping you out, and if they both say no, then you're stuck. You're kind of stuck with Jameis, right? You know, but so let's so let's so Brady and and and, and Breeze in there because because people want to. Mm-hmm. It all depends on how you want to look at it. Because if if Brady comes in here next year, mm-hmm. are we going to the playoffs? Yes, we are. Mm-hmm. We just are, right? You know, we are going to go to the playoffs, right? Okay? So we go to the playoffs. Well, guess what? Where where's Brady's replacement? Mm-hmm. Because Brady ain't going to play three more years. Right. He'll play two tops. Right. And like a lot of people have brought up, you don't improve that offensive line. He ain't going to play. He ain't going to make it the first, <laughs> right. through the first year. Right. You know. So are you willing to trade a Super Bowl? I'll mm-hmm. say. Because yeah. now, when you're winning the Super Bowl, now where are you drafting? Thirty first, thirty second, thirty second. yeah, thirty second. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you getting a quarterback thirty second that's gonna? You know, the Ravens did. Yeah, the Ravens did. They also <laughs> transfer their whole entire offense around him. Yeah, that's why Harbaugh is such a good coach. Mm-hmm. You know, he won a Super Bowl throwing the rock, and now he went and got a guy, and he changed his whole entire offense to put him in there to, to help him succeed. Right. It's the, the thing you hear from all the other coaches. Oh mm-hmm. no, we developed the system around the players. Right. They're like well, Harbaugh no, actually did it. <laughs> right. He does it. Yeah, yeah, he does it. Yeah. So, because I want you to
0: ask your question because I think it's a valuable, valuable question that we as Bucks fans. have have to answer would you trade a super bowl for to
1: to go another 10 years without winning for go to
0: to have another decade of misery and that's where i i have i've got to sit back and say no yeah i'm a no too i don't i don't want one super bowl i
1: want a lot of super bowls i don't want (laughs) one or two seasons in the playoffs i want to i want to be the chiefs i want to be the patriots i want to be the steelers right i want those those years
0: in the 90s that were i mean let's face it they were what six years yeah right i want those six years to be like Man, remember when we used to think that that was like the greatest thing and it was only six years? Like, gosh, what were we thinking then? You know, like when you talk about that we're entering the golden age of Bucks football, I want that to be more like the bronze age because it was so short. Does that make sense? Like, it
1: does. It does. Yes, like, it does make Like,
0: because I, I want sustained winning for yes. our Tampa Bay Buccaneers and you do too. Uh, and yeah. all Bucks fans do. So, yeah, I don't want to trade one Super Bowl for another decade of what we've put up with.
1: Yeah. So then we're, and basically, if we come in and get the one Super Bowl, which will be great. But mm-hmm. now we're, we're like in the same spot we are now, mm-hmm. except we don't have Jameis Winston. Mm-hmm. We're gonna have to give up draft picks to get up there, you know, yep. or you know, and there's always scenarios like the Chiefs mm-hmm. traded up and way up, you know, right. to go get Mahomes. Mm-hmm. All right. Now now I will, and I've said it many times, Patrick Mahomes ain't Patrick Mahomes out Andy Reid. The reason Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes because he because he plays for Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. You know, yes, he's a great talent, Andy Reid saw it and went and got him. But like Carson Wentz would do just as good in that offense as Andy Reid's offense. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. like Aaron Rodgers would win the MVP every year if he played for Andy Reid. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Russell Wilson would do great in that offense. I don't Lamar Jackson would not do great in that offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, like all the guys, we sort of like Watson, all the young quarterbacks that we look at for that upper coming. I don't think Dak Prescott would do that good. I, mm-hmm. I think Dak Prescott's completely overrated. That, uh, and that's it, why I don't want him. Yeah. That's why as I don't as, want him. Yeah. As soon as his running game disappeared. So the, I mean, like people will tell you that are in the know that like Dallas has one of the best rosters talent wise and has for years mm-hmm. and they can't get over the hump. You can't tell me it's, it's because of, uh, what's his face. Zeke? No, no, oh, no. The oh, coach. Garrett. They just, like, Garrett yeah. They, yeah, Jason Garrett. Yeah. Like you get like if you you know, if your quarterback's a, if you got the you know, top five quarterback and you got a top five, you know, and you got the best offensive line, you got a top five running back, and you got like mm-hmm. great edge rushers and fast linebackers and you know uh you sound like you're describing the Bucks. Yeah, and, and you know, and <laughs> yeah. they can't and they can't win games, you know. Yeah. Why can't they win games? Because the quarterback can't get, get on the end zone. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Because because the offensive line ain't good as it used to be, mm-hmm. and uh So, I mean, so to go back back to the Joe Burrow
0: thing, like the reason why I'd be willing to do that, because you're really all we're talking about is two extra first round picks, not really three, because we're we're flipping flip flopping the, the one this year. Right. Joe Burrow has that potential to go in and be a guy who can bring sustained winning to Tampa Bay. Right. right? And, James, and honestly, Jameis, I think potentially might maybe we've got five James, years. Jameis uh, is already
1: there. Exactly. It's just, the, it's just the one thing that he stinks at mm-hmm. is just the most important. Yeah, exactly. And, like, and so Joe Burrow so,
0: could be, I think Joe Burrow potentially could be that guy to usher in, especially when you look and look at who's around him. The Mike Evans, the Chris Godwin who's coming up. Um we often talk about Cameron Brayton O.J. Howard. I think we have to stop talking about those two until they do something again. Um right. you know, yes, we need a running game, but you can pull you can pull a good running back in the second round or third round or something like that. Fourth round. Uh, fourth round. You you really can't. just
1: kid out of Charlotte that I saw at the shrine game. <laughs>
0: right. Um, you know, I mean, we saw what our defense did last year. So when you look at like where, if we're going to go all in and really try to solidify this team for the next decade, we're a quarterback away, we're a quarterback away. And it could be Jameis. It could be this Joe bro. So I'm okay. Giving up two first round picks because look at what we've already got around him. Yeah. We don't have to build that much around him. So yeah, you asked me that question and I I, I go, yeah, but I agree with you. I don't think Cincinnati is going to do it for that. It's going to be. No you know, I mean, God, what'd we give up for Gruden? Two first rounds, two second rounds and $8 million. That's for a coach. The Redskins gave up three first round draft picks to go get RG three. Right. Yeah. How's that feel now? Um, but then Uh, you turn around and and so for the Tom Brady crowd, specifically the Tom Brady crowd, the people want to see Brady come in because we all say that, oh man, Tom Brady comes in, you know, bucks are going to the playoffs next year for sure. Possibly the super bowl. And every single one of us would love it and hate it all at the exact same time. But, um, Look at what you brought up, Peyton Manning and the Broncos, right? Yeah. They go win the Super Bowl. Peyton Manning retires, and the Broncos are going, What do we so, do now? Still with with a 30-second pick without a and quarterback. They,
1: and they have tried. They have and drafted. Yeah. They've drafted two or three quarterbacks. Yeah. And they're they've still st- feeling the pains of that. They started like five. They went and got Flacco. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Like mm-hmm. it's that's that's the scary thing. Mm-hmm. It's like we have the guy, but Mm-hmm. We need to have the guy mm-hmm. and, uh, but when you go through the list, mm-hmm. the no guy, there's not there. a lot of guys. There's, there's not no- a lot behind <laughs> door number two. There's not. Yeah. And even the guys that are behind door number two, like who, like is Brady leaving the Patriots. No, Is Brady leaving the saints. No, or Brees. Like, yeah. yeah. No, right. Like, he's not going anywhere. Right. He's just not. So I don't know. people like, didn't
0: think Peyton was going to leave the Colts. Or Favre was going to leave uh,
1: Green Bay. Yeah, well, so I, I don't yeah. know. It's just I you know we'll see we'll yeah. see like. Uh, I like, like with you, with Brady, you know, I would have a very, uh, I think I would be sad for a while because Uh I want to have our guy. I want to get a guy that was drafted, a hometown guy, a guy that wants to be here. I mean, the stuff that Jameis has gone through, I mean, Mm -hmm. most of it, a lot of it has been self-inflicted. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's face it, Mm -hmm. but man, no one wants to win more than him and he competes and he puts you in every game. He also takes you out of every game. (laughs) Right. And and (laughs) what we want to
0: see, Ren, what you and I both want to see, and if I'm speaking out of turn for you please absolutely correct me but what we would really love to see is Jameis Winston get that second contract come in here next year and be Jameis Winston for who he is but not hurt the team at the same time and and be the guy like like we so want Jameis to be the guy but
1: that's the thing yeah that's the big question being is Jameis the guy not that like Mm-hmm. are the turnovers the avalanche of turnovers is that just him
0: i don't know he like, had laser eye surgery i don't know if you heard about that <laughs> <laughs> our worries are over and
1: we got new uniforms Playoffs. he can see and
0: his thumb won't be broken anymore and yeah. his knee won't be torn up yeah, yeah his brain so, to knee
1: interception yeah uh, right. juice thing is back <laughs> right. together yeah, yeah. so yeah there you go i mean Back and it'll be top. the second
0: year in BA system. Oh, and we know historically, great. I just, I, I but, but that's, but that's great. what we want though. Right. Ren. Like yeah. we want to see Jameis be the guy. Like we so want it. Like the glazers want Jameis to be the guy from all reports that we keep hearing. Yeah. So, That's what we'd really like to see. But I mean, in order to make that happen, it's going to be, it's going to be 30 to $35 million a year
1: averaged, you know? Um, Oh no, I don't think it's going to be that much, but, but here, let's cap this off. Like mm -hmm. what if Jameis goes out and gets some strong play from other teams? Like, like does Jameis even want to be here?
0: It's a, it's a good, or how much is it going to take to pull him away? I mean, my price tag from a couple of years ago, if you remember, Ren was $1.75 million.
1: Oh, that's right. You offer me
0: that and I'm gone. Sorry. (laughs) that's all that I go cheap. I'm a a cheap guy. So, um, yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Jameis has stated time and again that he wants to be in Tampa Bay from the people that I have talked to my sources. They tell me that while people in Jameis's camp may not want Jameis to stay, Jameis himself does want to stay like from within (laughs) his, within his group. Like there are people around him that really want him to leave, but Jameis is, is himself personally wanting to stay.
1: What mm-hmm. where'd you, where'd you? Okay. Yep, yep. Oh man, you have turned into one of those. All right. No, I have
0: not turned into. Well, yeah, I guess. I don't know. I, you just that's, did. I'm just telling you. That's 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 what, f- <laughs> that's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. <laughs> All right. That's what I've heard. Call me Corey. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I've heard. <laughs> Hey, listen. Right. He was right. He was right. So, all right, Ren. Uh, well, I guess uh, is is that it for your? That's a great
1: exercise, Ren. It really yeah. is to see like who it. is there. Yeah, yeah. Go through it, and yeah. like everyone's list is going to be different, right? Like I really thought you were going to pause at Kyler Murray for a second. Mm-hmm. That's why I preface it with like may turn into, mm-hmm. you know, because yeah. I thought I thought for a rookie with a terrible roster around him, mm-hmm. I thought he had I thought he had a pretty impressive year.
0: That's, that's fair. But however, the result would have been the same because he's still under contract and not available. Yes. So he yes, would have been knocked exactly. out in the next
1: round anyway. Right. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> so, I mean, so, when you really look at it, like go through it, everybody do it, yeah. do it. And your, your list is going to be different. Brent's list going to be different from my list. Mm-hmm. But then when you start ticking the things off and if you're okay with a bridge quarterback or not, mm-hmm. so you might end up with like, you know, Brady breeze burrow, maybe mm-hmm. you will do two number ones for Tua. Mm-hmm. you know, car shouldn't even really be in there. Cause he's still under contract, but right. you know, but if, you know, when these dominoes start to fall, like what if rivers goes to Vegas, then mm-hmm. car is available, you know? Right. Um, so I kind of left that in there, but there's not, there's not a lot of guys like, mm-hmm. you know, like Roethlisberger, he's very iffy to me. I think I'd rather have date like Davis, like mm-hmm. Dalton. No Mayfield. No Jackson. No, I think Jack's a dynamic player. I think he's going to break soon. I don't think mm-hmm. he can throw the ball as yeah. uh, like, like I'm not trying to say he's a running back or a wide receiver or whatever. I'm just saying that he needs that type of offense Mm -hmm. to be that type of player, which is a fantastic, spectacular player. Mm -hmm. Guess what? This offense is
0: not that we
1: do not run that it is. It is the worst offense in the NFL for Lamar Jackson, yeah. So I don't want him. Foles, Minshew, no. Tannehill, no. Brissett, no. Watson, yes. Can have him. Mm-hmm. Rivers, no. Mahomes, yes. <laughs> He's retiring. In Kansas City. Carr, <laughs> no. For me. Flacco, lock, no. Brady, no. Because I'm with you. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, it, it's a tough one. Mm-hmm. I would rather keep my options open. For let's try to get. If Jameis is gone, Mm -hmm. I'd rather go with someone, you know, approaching their prime in their prime or somebody younger Mm -hmm. uh, that we can count on like a Burrow, like a Tua, maybe Mm -hmm. even a, even a Herbert Uh, bills. Allen. No Darnold. No dolphins. Patrick Rosen. No Aaron Rodgers, Yes. Not coming. Those, those,
0: I'm sorry. Those last like four names you just named are all like high first round picked quarterbacks. Yeah. Like, like in a row, like recently. And it just, you've they're oh, all whoa. like kind
1: of I mean it, it, and that's the thing I always think well, about the upcoming the Bills went to the playoffs and I did they win a playoff game but it's but they, yeah. they live off their defense they're right. us back in the 90s mm-hmm. like they're gonna put up 24 points maybe right you know but they're gonna win their games like 19 to 14 right you know and you know and Allen can do some things outside of the pocket but you know you if you're a Bills fan i'm i'm sure you can defend projecting him forward being better than Jameis because all you have to do is not throw 30 interceptions, which is, you know, (laughs) pretty easy to do actually. Uh, But I just don't, for me, I, from what I've seen, and I'm not in depth with Bill's from what I've seen, I'd rather have Jameis than Allen or Darnold. I agree. I'm with you. I just, it's his level of competition and his never say die attitude. Now, you know where I'm at with Jameis Winston now, with all the crap that's been dumped on him, all the stuff that he's done to himself, Uber driver, college, Mm -hmm. crab legs, uh, being snubbed by Nissan, not being in a in a Heisman commercial, uh, I keep thinking in my head of that clip from V. Vendetta uh-huh. uh, when they show him in the fire and he's just like scorched, total skin, yep. mm-hmm. but he's standing tall and he's there and he's when he right. walks out of it and it's like now every time I think of James Woods, I think of that scene where mm-hmm. it's like like you can't he's a cockroach man, you can't kill this guy, <laughs> <laughs> like you know right right. So do I want a cockroach? cubit well, can he throw he can throw <laughs> You know, he's you just throw to still, our team instead of the other. Ones? He's just so resilient, and I really he just is. want to yeah. see him just sort of like have some stability. Yeah. You know, we've yeah. seen him settle down. He's engaged. I'm not sure if mm-hmm. he's officially married yet. He has a son. Like we see him maturing, mm-hmm. settling down. Ren, I got a question for you. Yeah. So one thing you have often
0: talked about on this show in regards to Jameis is he goes into an off season. He has something he has to fix. He works on it, and he comes back, and it's <laughs> fixed. Mm-hmm. And then the next season, it's something else. Right. Like whether it's his yeah. footwork or whether it's uh it used to be the cone of silence. Cone behind of si- yeah. Yeah. Him.
1: Like, like all of those things, Did, like he didn't works fee- on that. Yeah. Didn't feel the pressure. Then it was uh ball right. control in the pocket. Mm-hmm. Remember like he looked like he'd been keeping like at a kid's eight year old birthday party and mm-hmm. then, you know, and it's keep away and he's holding the ball above his head. And like all the kids are jumping. Like he would do that mm-hmm. like against the giants, you know, right? <laughs> like right. trying to wiggle out and hold the ball above his head. <laughs> right. And, uh, that's why I think he wears the gloves. Love on yeah, his opposite extra hand. extra, yeah, grip. extra yeah. grip, yeah, and yeah. he keeps two hands on the ball all the time. Now right. you've seen him work on it, and mm-hmm. like you said, footwork, and then you know I used to yell about the cone of silence behind him. Yeah, he's gotten he's gotten better at he's feeling more the pressure. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. just keeps improving. Yeah,
0: so you know? I mean, if you think what is the big thing that
1: he has to improve on this year, his this offseason got, his deep ball got better. Yeah. His, like his percentage of passing goes up, his yardage goes mm-hmm. up. Yeah, it's and that's it. It's it's just that one thing but again right. like i said earlier it's the worst yeah you know it's like i'm the right. perfect boyfriend except i beat her up <laughs> you know yeah, don't do that don't do that <laughs> oh thanks brent Yeah. hot tip right cigarettes don't, are bad cigarettes beat her are bad up. for you
0: don't don't uh, throw <laughs> interceptions anyway all right ren uh hey good exercise i like that hey you guys out there you do that exercise, and then write in or tweet at us, and let us know because I'd love to know where where you guys come out with that. Ren, we got one more break. We're going to take. We're gonna come back. We'll be on the other side of this break. Uh, so stay with us, guys. We'll be right back. All right, Ren. Well, that is going to do it really for our first show here of the 2020 season here, especially with this offseason. Uh, fantastic show, man. Uh, you know, good to good to be back on the mic with you.
1: Yeah, it's, it's been fun. It's, uh, you know, the I know we're just supposed to sort of play this out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, we'll sort of give our this is our exit part. But uh, there's one thing I think we should talk about before we go. Let's do it. All right. Uh, John Lynch in the Hall of Fame. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Now This is going to be me on my soapbox yelling at people. So congratulations, everyone. Uh, <laughs> if you're still listening at this point. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's it's something that I've seen that I don't think is very fair. And I just kind of want to point the person back at it. And, okay. and you know, uh, this uh, is like to say, it's nothing personal, but you know what? It kind of is. So um, we all know that John Lynch has been there like seven years in a row. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and then I was given the presentation uh, every time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, except last year except last year he had an alternate yep. right yep. and that's kind of part of my sticking point now ira has come out and said on his podcast that he wants to give it one more year and he may give it to somebody else he probably will give it to somebody else mm-hmm. i think he's hanging on to it because it will be his last best shot mm-hmm. because the Super Bowl's in tampa mm-hmm. john lynch got a lot of traction this year from what you know from what everyone's saying that people in the know that we've reported it back to us mm-hmm. not us but buccaneers fans that it was really really close mm-hmm. like it was really close uh, between him and atwater Uh, Mm -hmm. getting in this year. Uh, But Joe Buckstand put out a tweet, you know, after again, uh, not getting John Lynch in, like blaming the Buccaneers. Yeah, Like before you blame Ira, why don't you yell at the Buccaneers? I didn't say yell, but what, you know, why don't you tell the Buccaneers that they need to make this push for him? You know, Mm -hmm. which I can understand it, but not taking responsibility for any of the seven failures at all. And this is kind of their MO, you Mm -hmm. know, it's like when something, you know, where it's like, hey, this because Iris talked about on his pod how like his guys, like other Hall of Fame writers from like the big markets like Philly and New York, mm-hmm. and when they don't get their guys and they get lambasted, they get blown apart. Ira barely gets anything, right. you know. Like I think James uh, talked about. I have nothing against Ira, but maybe it's time for a new voice. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, the guy, their sponsor, Bill Curry Ford guy, you know, Mm -hmm. ran over and told Lee Kemper. And then they went, you know, and talked about it on their pod about, about what a great orator, uh, IRA is and this. Well, it's been seven years. Okay. So when he loses again, don't point at the Buccaneers and say, it's their fault. And here's the reason why, just like you said, IRA had some issues last year, family issues. Thank Mm -hmm. God everything's okay. That he had to do a replacement, right? Right. You know, who also was in the room that year, Rick Stroud, Rick Stroud. Mm -hmm. If Joe bucks fan are fans of the Buccaneers, like they're fans, just like us, Mm-hmm. They need to put their pettiness behind them mm-hmm. and they should have asked Stroud to do it. Cause if Stroud had enough clout mm-hmm. to be asked to go in there and I'm not exactly sure if the NFL asked him or mm-hmm. someone else asked him or you know, like, I'm not really sure how the alternate works. In right. my mind, it works like these are the people that come in you get to sit in the room. You're kind of trying to feel what it's like. If somebody comes down with the flu or breaks their leg, you get to step in for, them. you know, mm-hmm. something like that. If I, if they knew I wasn't going to be there, they could ask Stroud, right? If Stroud has enough clout to get, get into the room by himself, people will listen to him. Mm-hmm. This is something we talked about two years ago. We've been saying like, maybe Ira is not the guy, right? Yeah. No, yes. This is nothing new
0: for the pewter cast. And yeah, that's nothing against Ira, but I mean, we've said this for years. A lot of times it's been accompanied with the Hall of Fame needs to rework how they get in their members, but that's not going to happen.
1: But yeah, yeah, this. Yeah, you're
0: right. This is nothing new for
1: us. This is nothing new. So instead of like pointing the without taking any responsibility for it at all Mm -hmm. and then pointing the fingers at the Buccaneers, maybe you should point the finger back at yourself because you had a chance last year to, you know, bear, I look, I know Stroud and the Joe Bucks guys don't like each other. Like mm-hmm. I've seen it. I, right. I've, you know, it, it's not, you know, fisticuffs or open hostility, but like, I remember one time Stroud was talking about something and they jumped on it on to say something on his timeline and mm-hmm. Stroud just put, stay off my timeline. Right. <laughs> it, yeah. it was just like, get out of here. You're not allowed to talk to me. And they, and they don't talk like, you mm-hmm. know, everyone's civil to each other, mm-hmm. but it's like, uh, like that thing in fight club, like, you know, uh, these two people are never in the same room at the same time. Something, some uh, some magic trick my parents pulled off for years, you know, mm-hmm. like, like they're an unhappy couple. They're always at different parts of the house. So that's kind of like how that dynamic works in that room. Mm-hmm. But if you're a fan. You're not and lying. You,
0: that's, that's exactly how that works. Yeah, in that yeah. Room,
1: yeah. But if you're yeah. a fan and you claim to be a fan and you'll do anything to get John Lynch in, you had your shot. You had your chance to to be the bigger person, whatever. But you had mm-hmm. your shot. To swallow your pride or your personal bias or whatever it was, and ask Stroud to do it, mm-hmm. but you couldn't because if Stroud got him in, then your your feelings are hurt and it's butthurt. Mm-hmm now there was this one quote that i've i've really liked. I'm, I'm gonna start trying to live my life by this even though i'm later in life <laughs> he was talking to john lynch and john lynch shroud was talking to john lynch during super bowl weekend before they lost the San Francisco the 49 lost before he didn't get in the hall of fame mm-hmm. john lynch told him of this quote that i'm going to paraphrase that was on his desk john lynch's dad's desk it says uh, uh, basically it's like you can't measure the amount a man can get done if you don't care who gets the credit right yeah yeah so like i was like to take that and give it to joe bucks fan and think about if ira doesn't get him in next year and I'm not saying like, give up your hall of fame vote, but if you want to give it to someone, the obvious pick is yeah, Rick Stroud. It is. He's the yeah. guy that gets in there because he's respected through the community enough to get there. Like, I even think that Rick could be a national writer, mm-hmm. be a guy on ESPN or CBS or this and that, but he has decided as a, you know, quality of life thing. Mm-hmm. He wants to stay local, stay with his family, not be traveling all over the place. So, right. That's my little soapbox issue. Uh, I would have left it totally alone until Joe fan came out and just like, hey, why don't you blame the Bucks for, you know, right. they're not they're not pulling their weight. It's not their job. It's your job. Right. It's Ira's job. So it'll be
0: it'll be interesting. And I had this thought not too long ago and you just sort of brought it up. And and uh, I, I'm going to kind of switch topics on what you're talking about sure. here a little bit. But specifically with with uh, John Lynch, um, you know, they, they said that it was really, really close. Yeah. Right. Um, I wonder if part of that conversation was, "Hey guys, Super Bowl is in Tampa next year. Let's wait one more year and let's get John Lynch in the year that that the Super Bowl is back in Tampa." Like, I, I wonder if that was a part of the conversation because part of Ira's like pitch, part of his spiel, like what we saw on online, was nobody who has been in this room seven years in a row has not made it in. Defensive th- player. Defensive player, right. And I think his quote was, Do you really want to make an example of John Lynch?
1: That was that was a nice line.
0: And then and then you turn around and you go, Well, apparently they did want to make an example of John Lynch. But The thing that (laughs) mitigates that to me a little bit is that idea of, Hey, uh, let's do it when we're back in Tampa next year, go ahead and get this guy in and, and we'll, we'll pull in that. I don't, I don't know. I have no insight. That's just something that's been in the back of my mind.
1: I'd love to think that, you know, right. Uh, But next year's class looking pretty strong again. They all do every year. It seems like this year was not strong. This year was Kalamalu, and that was it. Mm. You had four spots, right? And that's why it was so close. Weren't they supposed to do like
0: 10 because it was like the hundred
1: year thing
0: or something like that? It was,
1: yeah, it was. It's, it it is, but it was a different committee and mm-hmm. it was all sort of like old timers. It was kind of mm. like what John Lynch may be. Like these guys have been passed up and forgotten for so long. Right. Like here's a list of guys. We're going to put in an extra five guys, but not officially Hall, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like, uh, it was a different committee. It wasn't right. this year's hall of fame class, but these people are going in and I don't know, they might get a ceremony, but it won't be televised, but they're going to get in. It was right. kind of like, that was... They did a special thing for that. Uh, But yeah, I mean, I just don't know where that conversation takes place. You know? Yeah, I don't know. Like Next year, it's like Peyton Manning, Calvin Johnson, uh, the receiver from Detroit and somebody else. I think I don't remember who it was. Uh, But, you know, I think people talk about Calvin Johnson. Like, oh, no, I'm like, I think he gets a no brainer. Right. So like we're down to three spots. I mean, Peyton Manning, you know, yeah, he'll be first ballot for sure. Yeah. He'll probably be first ballot, right. you know? And then I think Calvin Johnson again, and now we're down to, to, to three spots and possibly two. Cause I can't remember the third person, but it's a pretty strong name. Mm-hmm. So now we're down like to two spots and they've put like four safeties in, you know, in the past few years. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's, it's going to be tough, but I wish them luck and it would be a great story. Uh, that's way far away. And I'm sure we'll talk about it forever. It was just something I wanted to get off my chest because, like I said, that was uh, I thought that was a low blow by Joe Bucks fan to try to instead of stepping up to the plate, you know, and just saying, you know, sorry, Buck fans. We tried our hardest mm-hmm. and, and just but going, hey, don't yell at Ira. Yell at the Bucks. Right. It's like that's right. That's freaking bad form. Mm-hmm. JV stuff. Right. All right.
0: Well, speaking of uh, Hall of Fame, I, I guess just one thing deserving to give a, a shout out because oh, I yeah. don't know that we've gotten to actually physically say it on this podcast Congratulations to Big Nasty making it into the Ford Hall of Fans. He made it into the top three. And and even though they said they were only going to put one in, they wound up putting all three of them in who made it. But he did make it. He was one of the ones who made it as a finalist. Uh, so congratulations, Big Nasty. And uh, who knows? We'll see what we can dig up and, and come up with uh, come August. Yeah. So
1: not taking any credit for it, but we did it.
0: <laughs> There's. There's there's no amount to what a man can get done if he doesn't care who gets the credit, right, Ren? That's
1: right. There you go. I, I don't care that we did it. All right, we didn't. We didn't do it. It well, was all his years of hard work. We just kept telling every. We kept badgering people. Yeah, yeah. And
0: and I mean, <laughs> it wasn't just us. To be fair, it was there was a lot of people out there in the community, but uh, yeah, we were certainly a part of that as yeah, well. Yeah,
1: Super congratulations to him, man. Yeah, Thank absolutely. Well deserved. He's, a, he's
0: immortal. There you go. I like it. I like it. All right, Ren. That's gonna do it for this show. Listen, guys, we'll be back. At least in two weeks, who knows, might be sooner. You never really know the way this works. Brent and I have the ability to pop on whenever something big happens that we want to go and talk about. But uh, Ren, until next time, why don't you go ahead and tell the folks out there where they can find you on the internet.
1: Breaking news, Brent. We're going to have to do this. Uh, Uh The Bucks are switching from red Gatorade to blue Gatorade during game time.
0: Well, that's it. We're going to have a whole nother 20 minute segment discussing how we feel about
1: this. Talk about that. Well, actually, we should go to Twitter first. Okay. See yes. how everyone else feels about it. Yes. Because yes. that is the best place you can find me is on Twitter at Rendax, R E N underscore D A X T. Uh, I'm always down to talk Buccaneers football. It's such a smooth transition. <laughs> that was nice. Boy. You need to teach Mark Cook some lessons. Anyway, hey, listen,
0: if you want to get in touch with me, find me at Brent Allen Live across all the social medias. And the show is at The Pewter Cast on Facebook and on Twitter. You guys can get in touch with us also by shooting us an email to The Pewter Cast at Gmail. Com. Guys, that's going to do it for us. So until next time, we'll close this show out. As always, go Bucks.